Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Well, 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 good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, and I hope you guys are also doing well in our audience. Welcome to uh, Soap Dish Recap, where both Keisha and I recap the Young and Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful. And for this week, it's from January 4th through January 8th. Okay, so for those that are new here, um, we usually do the Young and the Restless in the first half of the show. And then on the second half of the show, um, we do the uh, Bold and the Beautiful. And then we also have at the end of the show, um, the Flip the Script segment, where if there's a particular scene or if there's a storyline that we wish we could personally change, this is what we would do in that segment. So stay tuned for that. So I hope everybody has have a, a good week. And uh, this week, Keisha, we had on... Um, about three or four storylines on the young and the restless, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, cause we had the, you know, the whole situation with Chelsea and Adam and Victor. Mm-hmm. And then we had Amanda's situation with her, um, birth mom. Yeah. And then the whole thing with Summer and Kyle heading to LA. Yeah. Okay. Did I miss anything? Um, those were the main ones. Main ones, okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So, which one you want to tackle first? Um, I think the summer, the summer Kyle one was probably the smallest okay. of the main storyline. So we can do that one first. Okay. So, all right. Let me ask you this: What do you think about Summer going through all of this? She, she had just basically said, "You know what? I don't care." What you gonna do, blah blah blah, and just stay one step ahead of her, or was it necessary to take this trip? And I know what they're trying to do with the show; it's all for drama and it's fun. But yeah. we're just just for the purpose of this show. What are you? What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, she probably could have just let whatever. Um, I think she could have let it go and yeah. just you know stayed. Like you said, stay one step ahead of her. And I mean, her, it's not like her and Sally have to be friends. Sally isn't working directly with her. She's working for Lauren. So, I mean, really, they don't even have to be bothered with each other. Yeah. You know, unless Lauren is asking Sally to do something for Summer. Right. If I were Summer, I would tell Lauren, like, you know what? I know that's your assistant, but after the run ins that I've had with her, um, 
And, you know, after the things that she said to me, the things that she said to Jack, not only about her, but again, about Kyle mm-hmm. and how they got to where they are right now. Um, I, I would, you know, I would, I think it's just best if you keep Sally away from me because I don't, I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. Bottom yeah. line. And honestly, and I think I said this a couple of podcasts ago um, about Jack and Lauren, like considering the amount of the issues that they've already had with Sally mm-hmm. and, you know, how she's kind of put them off with some of the stuff that she said, I think I ought to just cut her loose already. Like it's not, it wouldn't be, it's not worth the trouble. In gotcha. My gotcha. Yeah. I mean, especially going, I mean, you know, you talking about top members of big companies and she come in the door with what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, they could have just cut her loose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing too much. Yeah. You know, and I listen, I do like the idea of the crossover because, you know, of course, when I, um, huh, when I sent, <laughs> when I saw the picture of her, uh, uh, Hunter King taking pictures with uh, Darren Brooks and you know the rest of them in the Spencer office. You know I sent that picture over. I'm like they're doing a crossover. You know, so it's that I will say on the flip side for the sake of the show, it's pretty interesting to see that they and they're going to according to the previews they're still going to be doing this for the next two weeks. Did you okay. see that? No, I didn't realize it was going to last that long. Yeah, they said that they're doing a uh, a B and B Y and R crossover for two weeks. Oh, okay, and that's what I wanted when she mm-hmm. when she said that she was going to L A. I wanted them to show her in L A. I didn't want them to do it to where we just hear about her going to L A. and she comes back. So I'm glad they're actually showing the crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you think that is she just tired of Sally's antics or is there some insecurity or jealousy there on Summer's part? I don't think Summer is jealous. I think Sally is jealous of her, but I think she's tired of Sally's antics. I mean, okay. she she's already she found out that Sally was basically coming for her job. So I would be pissed, too, if I was Summer. I don't blame her. Yeah, yeah. Like That's this, it came out of nowhere. You came out of nowhere. You got this assistant job with Lauren, and now because you, you're mad at me because Lauren chose me to run JCV, and you're gonna you're basically taking it out on me because you didn't get your way. Is what yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. So, now what do you think about um, Kyle saying that he pick he picked up on the way that. Uh, Sally was talking to him that she was up to no good. How did how did because he really didn't go into detail on what he thought he saw. He just said, "Oh yeah, I, I could tell she's just up to no good." I was hoping that the writers would have been like, you know, it was the way that she came across or whatever. What do you think? That's that's what I'm guessing it is. It's just the way that she comes across because like I mm-hmm. like I've been saying, Sally comes off as, as very she she seems disingenuous. Even okay. when she's talking, like in just normal conversation, she doesn't seem genuine at all. Um, she's laying it on too thick, and she, it, she, to me, she just makes it obvious that she's got an issue, that she's got an issue with something. Gotcha. I, I'm my, I guess my thought about. Uh oh, sorry, I just dropped. 
uh, I guess my thought about um, what Kyle said was that he's probably picking up on the same things that us as an audience have already has already picked up right about Sally exactly exactly okay so now they decide to take this trip and um, they get the Abbott private jet but then they got a couple uh, extra guests on the plane which was at first Billy Mm -hmm. and then of course Lily now they weren't actually going at, now okay now let me ask you this because um they weren't going for Kyle and and Summer weren't going for business they were going out there to just see what they can dig up whereas Lily right. and Billy were going for a business to do a deal with this um thing and we'll talk about that later cuz that's another part of this too with Nate being this um Kind of like what they call that, uh, not like teledoc board. Um, kind of like where, a, I guess maybe a consultant type of thing. Yeah, something like that. Consultant. Right, but they were going up there to close that deal. Yeah. Do you think that Kyle and Summer should have used the private jets for that, or did Billy and Lily had more of a business use for that jet? I don't think it mattered either way. Honestly, <laughs> I mean it's there. <laughs> It's their family's debt, so yeah, yeah, regardless true. of what reason either of them were going, I mean, if they can both be dropped off, then I think, I think Summer and Kyle were making a bigger deal about it than what it was. But I think it's just because they don't care for Billy, which yeah, I'm, I can't remember why does Kyle have such an issue with Billy. I remember. I don't know. Point, I think I remember when. Um, they put when Jack put Billy in charge of Jabot, at one point him and Kyle would, were bumping heads with each other. But is that it's still stemming from that that whole incident? I'm wondering if that's the case because for a while they really haven't been in each other's orbit except for that time period and then all of a sudden when they both need to use this family private jet then oh you know he act like he got an attitude yeah, with Billy. Really yeah I don't know what that was about. Him and Summer were both. I mean, I can imagine, you know, Summer still has her issues with Billy over. Yeah, okay, but the, why were they mean to Lily? I mean, yeah. Lily was trying to have conversation, and, and, and they just, was like, oh, yeah. yeah. They're being really short and just really rude. snotty to her. Yeah, rude. I didn't like that. Well, here's the other thing. She And let me, it was funny, and let me know what you think. So when Lily arrived to, you know, to board the plane, they was like, oh, your private guest is Lily Winters. And I'm like, okay, even if they're not in a relationship, you do know that they both run ChanceCom. So why wouldn't yeah. she be on a business trip with him? <laughs> you remember when they when, yeah. when she came on yeah. the plane, they was like really shocked or was like, you know, having this reaction as if, why is she here? Where are you guys going? It's like, that's his business partner, even if they didn't know they were in a relationship. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I guess I didn't even think about that. I I thought that they were jumping to the conclusion that they were in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, but a lot of people don't know about that, but you know, it's like even take away the relationship part, they run 
chance come together. So yeah. if they're going on a business trip, why wouldn't Lily be there? I could see if he brought yeah, Amanda right. with him, then if people were like, whoa, what's she doing here? You know what I mean? Well, even then, Amanda works at Chance. Com, that's so true. She that works at Chance Com too. So yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, but I just thought that was kind of the reaction that happened in that moment. I thought that was. I'm like, wait a minute, what you tripping for? I mean, they work together. Yeah, they was doing too much. <laughs> they was doing too much. <laughs> it wasn't that serious. No, 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 no. So and if they didn't want to be on the jet with him, then I mean, Summer is a new man. Yeah, so why why didn't you use your, your granddaddy's planes? But he probably right. Victoria wouldn't probably let her use it. You know, it would have been easier for Kyle to do it versus, you know, Summer going through Victoria to use the Newman jet. You know what I mean? Summer could have went through she ain't gotta go through Victoria, she could have went through Victor. You think and yeah, but that that's the thing, then she she would have to let Victor know what she's up to. And I don't think she wanted to do that. So it was easier going that route because, I mean, isn't um, Kyle still like, is he, what is his position at Abbott? Is he vice president or something? I forgot. He's oh, up man. there. Some kind of visit. But that's the thing is they're not going for, they're not really going for a Jabot business. They're going for personal reasons. Right. So they wouldn't have even had to say we're going for a Jabot business. All she had to do was tell Victor, me and Kyle wanted to go on a getaway. No, that's true too. I mean, they could have did that, but yeah, I guess because Kyle was a. But remember, uh, she was going to go by herself up until Kyle decided to go with her. So I'm, you know, it would have been interesting to see, you know, if they had to took the different direction. On um, yeah. yeah, but it is uh, we going way too far with that. But um, okay. So it looks like they're coming up on some serious turbulence, uh, and and it just dropped right there. So I don't know. Are they all going to end up in L.A. or are they going to make separate trips? You know. So yeah, I was because we we already know Kyle and Summer make it to right. LA, so I was wondering, like, is is this like some kind of indication that um, Lily and Billy run into issues when they get back in the sky, like? exactly exactly so i'm i'm curious on where they're going to go with this all of a sudden these issues on the plane with the weather and stuff so yep all right so um was that all that we had on summer and kyle and sally or do we want to talk about sally now um I, i don't really feel like there was much on sally other than her conversation with jack and how it seems like they're Mm-hmm. unfortunately moving them towards maybe Jack and because it seemed a little like flirty right like a little bit I just yeah I don't like to say moving them so you're not feeling that huh no not at all she's just not like I said before she just to me is not on the same maturity level as Jack so even with her age if they would have had her you know playing a more mature character then maybe but she's just so immature to me so it just doesn't seem like a good match for Jack gotcha that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I can't. I don't see the chemistry there. I mean, I know that they've done older man, younger woman, because I mean, think about who the last person Jack was with, which was the um, the girl that was the chemist. Remember that she was trying oh, yeah. to save her eggs. What was her name? She wasn't she the crazy one. Wasn't she a little? Yeah, crazy? I didn't want to use that term, but oh, sorry. <laughs> That's why <laughs> she had. 
I'm sorry, that was a little insensitive. Um, she, yeah, she, she in Patty, wasn't her name Patty? Not her, the the um, the African American oh. girl. Oh, I forgot all about her. I can't remember her. Yeah, name. it was I just like her last year. Either was in 2018 or early 2019, because she yeah, was the one that was trying to undermine the whole thing but she was actually in a relationship with Jack didn't she wasn't she working with um, uh, what's her name Jack's sister mm, mm-hmm. Ashley when they were going through that whole paternity thing and exactly Ryan and Jack okay yeah. yeah I cannot remember her name but I, I, I know exactly who you're talking about now was it I forgot. Oh my God! It wasn't Korean or I forgot that girl name, but she was younger too. So I mean, they have done the dynamic of the younger woman, older man, and even vice versa. When um, yeah. Nikki was dating Arturo before Abby, you know what I mean. So I guess, but again, with the the lady that Jack was dating. Mm-hmm dating she was younger but she was also very mature acting she wasn't right right childish like sally is. that's true that's true you know so that's what i'm saying the chemistry is not there even if they wanted to go that route it's not like they haven't done it before it's just the chemistry isn't there to me if they're trying to put sally with him you know she fits more with a billy abbott or maybe kyle if he was single or somebody like that, or even when Theo was on the show, they if they had to actually they put those two together, yep. that would have been great. Yeah. Him and Theo, her and Theo, and I think her and Billy would be, mm-hmm. they, those two uh, guys would have been perfect for her. Mm-hmm. Right. But... I even think, actually, and I think I've said this before, I think she would have done good with Adam as well. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I think she would have as well. So, I don't know. I, we'll see how if they're going to go that direction with um, with her and uh, and Jack. But you know, okay. So other than that, that's all we had with that with those four, right? Yes. Okay. So who do we want to take on next? Um, let's go to Adam. Okay. And Chelsea. Adam and Chelsea. Okay, so do you think that Adam should have brought um, well, first, before we even get to that point, he had to get in touch with Victor to um, you know, try to help him and stuff like that. And of course, Victor and Nikki was on their little vacay. Mm-hmm. Did it seem like to you that both Victoria and Nikki were still like, well, are you sure you want to help them? Are you sure? What do you think about yeah. that? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Nikki Nikki told Victor that he needed to stay out of it and um let Adam deal with it however he was gonna deal with it, which she's wrong for that. I mean he's going he's going through a regardless of the fact that Adam told them that he didn't want anything to do with them, he's going through a tough time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was right for her to to try to convince Victor to leave him alone and to not be there for him. I thought that was 
So there are some some folks and some fans saying, well, hey, you know, Adam relinquishes all rights to his family only for his son. That's anything left over. You know, I guess still at the end of the day, if he wants to reach out to Victor and say, look, this is what's going on. I mean, this is your grandson, your grandson's mother. Even if you don't do anything for me, could you at least try to see what you can do for your grandson's mother. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I have a different opinion about that. Mm-hmm. So, if Victor wanted to reach out to Adam after finding out what happened, then that definitely should be on Victor. Mm-hmm. Like, if he wants to do that, he should be able to do that. And I don't think Nikki and Victoria should have an opinion about that. Okay. Uh, on the other side of that, I was annoyed with Adam because... You didn't basically, you didn't tell this man and the rest of your family, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want anything to do with this name. Um, leave me alone. We're leaving town, blah, blah, blah. And the first the first sign of trouble that you're having, which, yes, it's, it's a health issue, something that's out of his control. I get it. But the first sign of trouble, what does he do? He goes to, he goes running to Victor. And it's like, you can't, to me, if you are that adamant that you don't want anything to do with your family, that you're changing your name um, and you're telling them to leave you alone, that shouldn't be your first, the first thing, <clears throat> the first thing that you run and do. Yes, Victor can get the best doctors in the world, but it's not like without Victor, Chelsea is just going to be in an hosp- a hospital that, you know, has poor care like they have good doctors there too so I think that he could have gotten through that without going running to Victor well so I, I don't I, I get like that. well only thing is, I would say is is that he did try to do it on his own first and he was hitting brick walls I mean he, it was he at the wasn't point. getting what he wanted that's well, what it was well the thing is is that he wanted to be able to to see and talk to Chelsea she was awake and they weren't letting him do it and I mean, honestly, you know, he wasn't I, getting what he wanted. Adam was, well, being, it wasn't, he was being a spoiled brat. Okay, but <laughs> to see who, what was going on with her, I could get that. It wasn't like he didn't get uh, his favorite dinner table seat or something. This was him trying to find out about the health. Because, I mean, Connor was wondering. And, you know, when you're dealing with kids who wants to know, well, where's mom? Is she okay? And what she's doing? And you have no idea. Because they're not allowing you to even get the one iota of information about what's going on. It's got to be heart-wrenching because it's like, okay, I need to know what's going on. My son is asking me what's going on with his mom. I can't, I don't even know what to tell him even when I do find out what's going on. I mean, it wasn't, it, I just see with the, okay, as I get where you're coming from. You know, hey, you being you being you you not getting what you want. Sorry, you know. But on the flip side of this, in this particular scenario, being talking about the health and especially when you got kids, yeah. I mean, I I could kind of give him a little wiggle room on my end with that. Nah, I can't because what he did, in my opinion, what he did was use his money. And his name and his power will use Victor's money, name, and power to get what he wanted. His doctors, Chelsea's doctors, were Nate and Elena. Like they were on that on that case, and they weren't budging and I don't either. Feel like, 
and I don't feel like Nate. I know, and I feel, I, and that's the thing is Nate and Elena aren't malicious, so it's not like they were being jerks to Adam because they didn't want him to see Chelsea. There was a reason why. There was a specific reason why if the doctors are saying we can't let you see her right now. There's a reason why, and what he did was use his money and, and use his that well, not him. He used his father, who has money and power to get around those rules which is something that a normal everyday person can't do so it's not like Chelsea was being abused and wasn't getting any care he wanted to see Chelsea when he wanted to see her when regardless of what the doctor said so it wasn't like a a life or death thing going on it was I want to see my wife right now and I don't care that you're telling me that it's not a good idea right now so I'm going to use my rich father to, to get what I want so that that's that's why I have an issue with it. Okay, okay. Um, so once they decided to, um, you know, he they were able to now he able to see Chelsea, and obviously it must wasn't that big of an issue because he was in the room with her, was able to have mm-hmm. a conversation with her, which mm-hmm. came soon enough. Um. The thing is, is that now, you know, he chose to have her moved home to have a private doctor. Now, Nate says, um, you know, what if something go wrong? I mean, if she happens to be in a hospital, we can move her over to surgery if we need to do emergency surgery or something, you know. And Adam wasn't hearing that. Now, that part Mm -hmm. I have questions with because... And because that's the thing, if just say you took her home and she have a relapse, another stroke, whatever, now you got to take her back out of the house, take her all mm-hmm. the way across town to the hospital. Whereas if she was right there in the hospital, the hospital's OR is right up the hallway on another floor. You know what I mean? So that yeah. part, I, you know, with moving her home. Yeah, I don't know if that was a good idea. But I, mean, I was wondering that. I was wondering that too. But I guess since that that doctor that Victor brought in said that it was fine, and she's supposed to be like the expert. Yeah, but that's one thing about the human body. You don't know what's going to pop off at any given time, especially when you're dealing with cerebral incidents and heart incidents. Mm-hmm. So. You know, a person could just have surgery. They come out, they awake or something, and they have a relapse. If, especially if you're right there in the hospital, you got the doctors there readily available. Whereas yeah. if this is happen, something happens with her at the house, or you know, Adam and whatnot. And I don't know where they're going to go with this storyline with her being at home, because obviously there's a reason that they are going in this direction, right? Um. <clears throat> But just from us, you know, discussing this particular scene, you know, I just find that pretty interesting. You know, I mean, like I say, if he wanted to be in the hospital, know what's going on, want to spend time, I get that. I'm on, uh, you know, we've already discussed that. But the part of taking her home, yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. That's why I kind of like, it's a question mark for me. Yeah, I think uh, if it it were me and <clears throat> Nate was that adamant about that not being a good idea, then I probably would have just listened to Nate, but mm-hmm. Adam wants Adam wants what he wants, and he wanted Chelsea to be home. Yeah. So he wanted to listen. 
I'm wondering why he did that, though. I mean, is this, is he trying, because, and that's the other thing, Nick. <laughs> yeah. And we'll talk about that once we finish with this scene, because it kind of leads into that, and I'm feeling what, because Phyllis had some things to say about that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I just I didn't I didn't get that part. But like I say, obviously this is leading up upon something. Maybe you know, is he trying to shield her from the world or keep people from talking? Because he he remember part of him still feels guilty about everything that has happened. Because that's another thing we need to talk about with Lily, Billy, and him. Because he ran in and had a conversation about that too. Um. So do you think that his reason is just to kind of hide her out from the world to keep her from maybe he feels that it might get back that he was with Sharon or he went to see Sharon instead of coming home quick enough? I'm wondering why he did that, you know? Or why did they write that like that possibly? I think maybe I don't know. I I was guessing that maybe he wanted to like you said, hide her Mm -hmm. from the public. Because did he do that? Did he have that conversation with Nate before or after he accused Lily and Billy of sending reporters to him? I think. Wait a minute. Let me think. I can't remember. I'm wondering. Was it? You know what? I don't remember the timeline on that. Was he at the hospital first, and then? Oh, was he? Was Chelsea home, and then? Um, decide to talk to Lily and Billy. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. remember. What do you think? I can't remember which which way it went. Okay. Either. I can't remember like where in the, the timeline of her of him bringing her home did he go and visit. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. So, well, yeah. alright. Well, stemming from there because now she's at home, Adam come crashing, you know, which I think was a stupid move on his part because yeah, the reporters came to your house or wherever it was, but the thing is, what makes you think that Chance Com was the one that did that? I mean, he's just jumping to conclusions and basically admitted, as yeah. as Billy said, he admitted to the fact that the whole elevator thing and cutting off the power is probably what caused this event. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then end up giving... Billy, I mean, he's not going through with it anymore, but ended up giving Billy that idea of running the story on it after he accused him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, dude, what, but, what did you do I that mean, for? Because him and Adam and Billy are the same. They're the same people. They, When something goes wrong, they blame each other. If, if they had like any, a, a, even a small footprint of them being involved in some way with some incident mm-hmm. then they put the complete blame on that other person just like um, when the, the power went out Billy automatically jumped to and it was Adam but he didn't know that at the time right but, but that was that was who he jumped to and when their house was broken into he blamed Adam for that and it wasn't Adam so Adam is the same way it's if he can blame Billy for something, then that's what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty and really, much. For him to 
for him to say that Chelsea is uh is in the situation she's in right now because of them was no nah, you can't you can't put that on them mm-hmm. talking about talking about if you guys hadn't wrote that article then I wouldn't have had to break into your building basically or I wouldn't have had to cut your power to your building to figure out what else you had on me I'm like you can't you can't put that you made that decision to do that Mm -hmm. nobody told you to do it (laughs) yeah I mean there's a lot of other different ways that he could have went besides cutting the power I mean you could have easily said you know after hey don't do the story I told you whatever but no, you chose to methodically put in a plan to go and shut off the electricity so you can go to his hotel to search his place. Right. Or go to his suite or whatever. Yeah, right. so oh yeah, that was crazy. Um okay. So let's see, what else do we have on those two? Was that it? How did you um the reaction that Phyllis had to Nick. Oh yeah, we gotta tackle that to too. Yeah. Um, knowing, <laughs> knowing he it's kind of like Liam. Mm-hmm. Knowing Nick's history and Phyllis knows Nick's history. Captain mm-hmm. save him. Yep. Yeah, she was feeling some kind of way about that because you said this last week on the last uh, podcast that Chelsea chose this path. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, of course you don't wish and hope for bad things to happen to people, but their actions that they take or the steps they take can take them down the wrong road. Right. And, you know, you you chose to forgive a dude that kidnapped you, that cut the power off. You had head trauma that now caused this incident. And at the end of the day, you stuck by him. I mean, and honestly, that's her choice. But at the same time, the whole you reap what you sow scenario tends to happen. And um, with Phyllis, like... Chelsea ain't no saint. She know what this is. She know what she got herself involved in, blah, 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 blah. I do also, on the flip side, understand empathy. Now, I don't know if Nick is just being empathic and saying, you know, I just want to see if she's okay. Or Nick was, oh, yeah, this got something to do with Adam. I'm going to go and I'm going to stick it to it. Because the only reason I'm saying that, because when he ran into Adam... That's the way it looked. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go see her. And, and Adam was like, "Up, oh, you a day late and a dollar short. She ain't at the hospital. She home. And you ain't going to come near her. <laughs> so. yeah. I didn't like that Nick tried to, when he, when he was talking to Adam, and he was like, um, I'm going to the hospital to see Chelsea, and it would be great if you weren't there. And it's like, right. Nick, that's, that's basically, I mean, they're not married, but they may as well be. That's Chelsea's family right now. That's who she's dating. Right. Like, who are you to tell Adam that he doesn't? He shouldn't be at the hospital when he shows up. You don't have any claim to even be at the hospital for her. So, and really, in my opinion, it's too early for you to to even be going to visit Chelsea because, just like Phyllis said, you guys, you guys aren't friends. Mm-hmm. You broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't even really talked to her since you know they've broken up. 
why do you need to go to the hospital right now? Like she was only, she had only been in the hospital for like a day. And Adam just, look what he had to go through to be there. And then now you go, yeah. <laughs> now you go try to, but then he's a Newman. So no telling, they probably would have let him in with no problem. I don't know, you know, but, you know, I agree with you on that. It's like, dude, I mean, when it was, listen, Nick is the only dude on this show that has always had a lifeline to his exes. Mm-hmm. Always have a lifeline to his exes. I mean, when it, I, Sharon got a whole dude over there and he was still so ingratiated. Now, I granted that he has a daughter over there, you know, being, you know, with faith and all. And so, yeah, you have to have a relationship with your daughter. But I mean, he so he has so much of a lifeline to Sharon that he was even the best man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, and so that's what Phyllis is talking about. She, and she even brought up um she even brought up uh you know Sharon. It's like, dude, you just do you did this with Sharon. You found out she had breast cancer. You was over over accommodating. It's one thing to be accommodating, but over accommodating to your exes, you know. I mean, and he don't even have kids with Chelsea. No, no, Mm-mm. nope. That's a good point. I mean, with, at least with both Phyllis and Sharon, he got children with. So when he was with Sharon, he would commiserate with Phyllis over summer. When he's with uh, Phyllis, he commiserates with Sharon over Faith and Noah. You know, so yeah. like you just said, he don't even have kids with Chelsea. So, I mean, all you trying to do is get up there and see what happened and try to probably talk her out of being with Adam. Right. That's exactly what he was going to do. And that's why he told Adam, I appreciate that you don't be there because he was going to be talking about, why are you with this man? You see what you're in? Look at you. You know, and granted, maybe mm-hmm. some of that is some truth. But you're doing that not out of the kindness. You're doing that to be petty. <laughs> right. And she's an adult. Like, if that's who she wants to be with, there's nothing that you can say, as her, especially as her ex. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you're going to be able to say to her to to change that. And especially after, and I know that's what he was, uh, here's the other thing I also think he was going to say to her because Nick now knows what Phyllis told him about Adam being in Sharon's wedding I wouldn't be a bit surprised if part of that reason of him going up there is to tell her you know you wouldn't be in this situation if he wasn't over at society watching Sharon get married I'm sure that would have oh gosh yes uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure he would have let her know about mm-hmm. that one. on purpose. Do you know where he was when you were having your medical your medical emergency? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was over there, you know, looking at Sharon instead of being there to help you. I know exactly that's what he was gonna do. That's why I'm honestly thinking one of the reasons why Adam decided to bring her home is to kind of keep control of that situation. I, I mean, I could be wrong. They, they, go, they might be going another direction with this, but I, I think that might be part of the reason. We'll see, you know. Yeah. So, okay. So, was there anything else with um, 
you know, with, well, I mean, Victor, you know, he was like, oh, that's my son, you know, I'm here to help you, and blah, blah, blah. And they seemed to kind of had a soft moment. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think about that? Or is that just fleeting? It'll go away. <laughs> It'll go away either because because one or, one of the, the two will turn into a jerk. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely correct. Because that's normally what happened. They'll have one civil moment. And then next thing you know, it's over again. They all, they're fighting again. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So is that it with the whole Chelsea Adam thing? Okay. Yeah. So what's next? Um, Amanda. Oh, God. Elena, Nate, and Amanda. Well, you know what? Let's do Elena and Nate first. Okay. That girl always have a knee-jerk reaction. She was adamant about not sleeping with Nate right now. Mm-hmm. And the moment she saw any conversation between Devon and Amanda, she took off. Yep. Talking about, let's go get a <laughs> hotel room. I was like, oh, girl, please. Yeah. Well, what's your thought? Yep, that, was, that was exactly what I was thinking. She that She did that as a reaction to seeing... Hillary and Devine. You mean Amanda? Uh, uh, Amanda and Devine, mm-hmm. yeah. Because she even asked um, Devine when she had saw him at the coffee house like later on. Mm-hmm. This, I think it was after her and Nate left each other. She asked him about him and Hillary. He's like, or dang it, him and Amanda. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, we're just, you know, we're just friends. Yeah, and you know what? She framed that conversation. Because she was like, I'm doing good. I took your word for it. Mm -hmm. I moved on. And then she was hoping by her revealing that she moved on that now she said, okay, well, that'll get him to admit that he moved on with Amanda too. And it was like, uh, no, we're just good friends. She was looking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because, but I mean, it seems like it didn't take her two steps back because when she got back to the to the suite you know what happened with that and he was she was trying to get him to film for that whole thing that Lily was talking to him about yeah but um yeah it's like the only time you sleep with Nate is when you have a reaction to what you think going on with Devon right not just that that relationship I don't think is gonna end well oh no Mm -mm. it's all good right now but she clearly is not over divine. Mm-hmm. And Nate can even see that. Like Nate sees that she's not over divine and he's trying, he's still trying to rush into something with her. I think um partially because he wants to try to I think he wants to try to get her to feel for him what she feels for Divine, so she'll forget about mm-hmm. Divine. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I think something else I think something is going to happen between her and Divine later on down the mm-hmm. line. And Nate's probably gonna be hurt. Yep, I honestly think that, uh, you know, it's that whole situation. And I was looking at uh, Nate when she was like, they went out and had some fun. What was they doing? It was something that they went to do before they came back to the hotel. I I forgot what it was, but. When she got back to the hotel, she was like, he was like, okay, what are we doing? And she was like, oh, I got us a hotel room. And he was looking crazy. 
and I'm like, Nate, think about that, dude. How did she flip from cold to hot just that fast? You need to ask right. the right questions. Think with the right head. <laughs> he don't care. <laughs> He does not care. All he cared about was the fact that she changed her mind and now he's about to get with Exactly. Because he was, at first, his mind was like, okay, I've been trying to get this girl to sleep with me for the last several times and she was adamant about not doing it. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's like, bam, what happened? Right. Yeah. But yep. that did, like you say, it didn't last long because it was like, oh, well, I'll get what I want to get, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so outside of that, then um, that kind of moves us into, because we kind of briefly talked about this whole um, virtual doctor thing that Lily was talking to him about. Mm-hmm. And what I think, honestly, I thought it was a good idea. I wonder why he, you know, I'm wondering if he is going to take it because at this point we don't know. Yeah. I think you probably will end up thinking so. I thought it was a good idea. I think it was a good too. idea yeah. for him, especially when he don't know the status of his hand. Right. So he can yep. still use his his brilliant surgeon or doctor mind to help other people. You know what I'm saying? So he might not be able to do surgery anymore, but he can still work in that capacity. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, the way Elena was encouraging him, I figured it's probably going to go. Yeah. That's what I think, too. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, so let's switch over to this whole thing with um, Amanda, Imani, and Naya. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she called and talk to Naya. Naya was going to meet her at society and then bailed out. Yep. I'm wondering what her backstory is. I don't, you know, uh, because it seems that Amani is rich or in, in politics, maybe, I think. She got something going on. She got the, from what she said, she has the power to destroy her life because she's done it before. Yeah. (laughs) And I even thought when I was like, Amanda, just tell her, you know, hey, you were an attorney, blah, blah, blah. And when she did say that, Imani was like, "Uh Uh, you know how uh, I really don't have a high regard for uh, lawyers. And I'm like, okay, that didn't work. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious too. I because she was very nasty to her. Yes, she was. Oh my goodness. I am pleased about the added diversity. Yes. I yes. am pleased. And the representation of um you know um African Americans in the show is I mean, people might say, Oh yeah, you know, you already got Lily and you already got Devon and but it's nice to have, and Elena, um, yeah. it's nice to also have um, more representation. Yeah. Right. I'll just say that. So, um, because we did for a moment, we had Devon's sister, but she didn't stick around that long. I'm yeah. wondering how long they're going to keep this side of Amanda and Hillary's family on the show. I don't know, but I, I mean, I feel like with what's going on, that they'll be here for a while because 
they're gonna have to reveal she's gonna have to reveal the fact that she had kids that obviously Imani doesn't know Mm -hmm. about and um and I feel like with the way Imani approached Amanda Mm -hmm. that that's gonna cause some drama with her Mm -hmm. and maybe Mm -hmm. it'll turn into a storyline of uh, Imani like trying to do something to ruin Amanda's life because she doesn't like the fact that her mom has another daughter Mm -hmm. so I don't know they could they could I'm sure take this pretty far if they wanted to. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to bring um, and create an extra fixture to the show um, in regards to having that side of her family on and, you know, for a long time. Um, yeah. I'm liking the background information on the family, you know, that they're pretty established and things like that, too. So, it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out. Um, but I will say Amani wasn't playing. She was not. <laughs> she came in that door like, don't you even think about it. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen uh, Amanda be as, as stumped as she yeah. was when Amani came in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, because normally, you know, um, Amanda can hold her own. And could you mm-hmm. imagine if it was Hillary in that room? That was the, the first thing I thought about was like, man, what if this was the Hillary character? Oh my <laughs> God, girl. If this was actually Hillary, you know, going head to head with Imani. Oh man. Yeah. 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 That it was, yeah, it was something fierce. And then she was like, I will ruin you. And she's like, I did background information on you. It's just interesting how you white wa- uh, you watch the internet with your background. Right. And she was like, I have an explanation for that. You know, which of course is that she was being stalked. And then when she said that, she was like, yeah, because you've been conning. <laughs> like, wow. Right. <laughs> this girl ain't even thinking about looking at what actually the truth is. She's like, "Oh no, you a con. You 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 watched it. Yeah, you've been stalked, all right. You've been stalked by people who trying to catch up with you." Yeah, yeah. She jumped straight to the. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. I felt bad for Amanda. I mean, Amanda had her for a couple of seconds because you can see the reaction on Amani's face, but then Amani had a comeback. Right, you know, and then of course, you know, once the girl left, um, you know, she told Devon about it. Devon was like, "Look, you need to cool down." And Amanda was like, "Nope, I'm pissed." You know, so I mean, what did you think about that? Do you think that she should have went with the vengeance, or should uh, like she like uh, Devon said, you know, keep a cool head? Um. I mean, he's, he's, he's right. She does need to keep a cool head because she doesn't want to ruin mm-hmm. the opportunity to um, possibly get to know her mom if she does or says something that she's going exactly. to regret. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I do agree with you on that because she can make the situation worse if she go with a strong emotional reaction. Yeah, you know she want to be able to let this fester because he's that's what Devon was like. You need everybody need to cool down. 
And then you approach yeah. this thing. Girl, shoot. She left up out of there and went beating on the door. The neighbor, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, this ain't it. This ain't it. But, yeah. I will I will say, though, I didn't mind that she did that part of it because I, and that probably wasn't the best idea, mm-hmm. but I thought it was funny. Well, listen, <laughs> I know where Wilmette, Illinois is because it's an actual suburb and it's a very, very upscale neighborhood. And mm-hmm. you beating on the door, <laughs> it ain't gonna go especially, well. Especially being, uh, brown. yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought that was crazy. I was cringing. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just off of what you just said a few seconds ago. So. Um, but yeah, she opened the door and looked uh, Amanda straight in the face, and then they, they left it right there. So I haven't because I was so busy with YouTube this morning, I didn't get a chance to see Monday's episode. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, um, so I can see what you know what transpired. Sorry, sorry guys, so I have no nuggets yet for um. Monday or next week or whatever because I haven't seen it yet so but um yeah that was hilarious I was like oh <laughs> no that's not a good look and she was loud oh and the neighbors are looking out the window they're probably going to call the cops and I'm like no <laughs> right <laughs> oh man okay so did you have anything else on that one um not no, not on that. Okay, so what else you got? Just the little the little nugget about uh, Sharon warning Nick about Jordan. Ah, okay. Um, because I of thought course it we was. See, I think Phyllis warning. I'm sorry, uh-huh. Phyllis, not uh-huh. Sharon. Um, because of course we see. I think it was Monday. It's like Monday or Tuesday when Faith comes back home from her um, from staying the night at Jordan's well, she house. Was, She's obviously hungry. Yeah. Over. And Mariah has no clue. She just thinks it's because she stayed up late and they ate junk food. But yeah. yeah. So she was over there and had her little binger. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. I'm wondering if they, they obviously are heading toward an underage drinking storyline because she's underage and she's drinking. But yeah. the, the, what's going to happen? That's what I'm wondering. If, you know. I have a feeling somebody's going to get hurt. I don't know if it. I don't know if it'll be Jordan or if it'll be her and Jordan that accidentally hurt someone else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we had something that. similar with this when with with uh, Charlie and Reed. Remember, and and the person that got hurt was Nikki. Remember, they were they were drinking, and I think Charlie was behind the wheel or something. Oh, remember. I don't remember. Yeah, that. it was uh, was it twenty nineteen? I, I remember somebody, somebody catching something on fire at that bar that Nick used to have. Yeah, I but that was- but Nikki was walking across the street from uh, mm-hmm. it was either Crimson Lights or whatever, and she walked out across the street and got hit, and Charlie was the one behind the wheel. And Reed was in the car. Oh, yeah, because Reed took the... Didn't he take the blackboard right. or mm-hmm. something? 
Yeah, so they had a similar drinking story before. But, um, of course, now they're fast-forwarding in a couple years or so. Because I think that was either... I think that was in 2019, 2018 or 2019. And um, now we got the whole thing with fate. So it's going to be interesting to see if who's going to get hurt. Is it going to be Jordan? Is it going to be her or both of them? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Poor thing. Um, now, yeah, Phyllis is, Phyllis know how to pick up on messiness. So she saw mm-hmm. that. She peeped. She's like, you need to keep your eye on that girl. She yeah. ain't playing. That girl is up to no good. And, of course, game knows game. So, of course, <laughs> of course, Phyllis is going to yeah. know when somebody's crooked. I just, and I just knew that Mariah was going to so too. into it, but she didn't either. You know who else I think if she was around would have picked up on this? Summer. So well maybe, but I was actually thinking about Tessa. Oh, okay. I think Tessa, if she was around this girl, she probably would have picked up on it too, because Tessa used to be about that life. You know what I mean? So I would think that she would be one of those ones to tell Mariah, you know, I don't know about Jordan. You need to keep an eye on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, but like you say, I agree with you on that. I thought Mariah would have picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, Anything else with any of that? Did we cover everything for for Young and the Restless this week? I believe so. I'm trying to think back over the characters. Did we miss anybody? No, not really. Um, Nope. Because Victoria, I only saw her when she was in... Oh, wait. Her and Billy. Um, that come... Oh, I yes. that. I was thinking about her and um, little sneaky guy. Who? Chloe's. Oh, um, we got to also talk about that briefly, too. The conversation between um, Phyllis and Kevin. So, um... Yeah. But before we get to Phyllis and Kevin, let's do uh, Victoria and Billy because Billy had a conversation with Victoria about this trip. And she was like, oh, you don't actually think that I would use my kids in order to keep you here? And I'm like, girl, please. That was the one of the Mm. things we said two weeks ago on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, Billy actually acted. Yeah, because that's like, exactly what she did. Because yeah. he he said he said I didn't I would you know I'm surprised that Johnny actually picked up on our conversation. And then yeah. she was like, "Oh well, you know, kids tend to hear things that we know, we probably wouldn't think they hear." And I'm like, mm-hmm. and that goes back to what <laughs> I was saying two weeks ago when I said. That little boy was over there playing. He could care less when Victoria was on that phone. Not care less about his father, right. but about the whole way that Victoria played it. Yeah, he definitely wasn't paying any attention. No. So she absolutely tried to use that, which it did work because, and I was hoping Billy was going to say, and he, he kind of said a little bit, but I was hoping Billy was going to say to her, you know, even though we didn't get the flight, I did rent out and shut down the society just to have Christmas 
as a special <laughs> event for her. And he didn't do that. All he said is that we stayed in town and we did our own thing. And I'm like, crap. Yeah, that would have been that would been funny. That would have been. I was surprised though that he even called her out about um, thinking that she was the one that um, ruined their plans at all. Like I didn't, I wasn't expecting him to do that. Yeah, because it just didn't make sense. I mean, you know, and you put your son on the phone. I mean, it was shady. My thing is, why are you doing that? Are you just doing that for sabotage, or do you just want him back? I think per is for sabotage. I honestly don't think Victoria want to be with him. I just don't think she want him to move on. Yeah. I at the time, I don't know. I think it might be a little. You think it's I both? Think even, I think it's a little of both because I Victoria. I think I feel like Victoria is always going to be jealous of anybody that Billy is with. And I, I, I feel like up until like now, maybe she didn't want to get back with Billy. But after that one conversation that her and Lily had several weeks ago about how she she was asking her, do you do you really believe your dad that Billy was having an affair mm-hmm. without any proof? I I'm I feel like she's going to start changing her mind about him. And then that comment that Nick said to her about how he liked her better when she was with Billy. Mhm. Oh yeah, I forgot about that because she's uptight and all of this kind of stuff. And I'm glad Phyllis handed her her face because I forgot about that little tidbit. It was little sprinkles in this week because mm-hmm. Victoria tried to be. Um, she was like, "What are you doing here?" And he was like, uh, "Uh, you know, hey, my my brother is invested in this hotel. I should be able to come here." You know, and she was like, this is my hotel. Yeah, but, you know, he gifted it to you. You know, I mean, she was being real condescending. And I was like, okay, well, this Phyllis going to come back with. And she did a good one. She was like, well, I might be paying him back, but at least I got a man to go home to. What you got? (laughs) (laughs) The look on her face. I was dying. I was like, uh, <laughs> you just got hit with the coup de grace because right. you thought that you kept was going to keep throwing and hanging this money over Phyllis's head. I'm glad Phyllis came back with, hey, I might, you might, hey, I might have to pay him, but at least I got a dude to come home to. You ain't got nothing. Yes. And she was looking yep. crazy. I was like, oh, well, that was good enough for me. Good job, Phyllis. Right, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing. Victoria could say. Nope, <laughs> you, there's no comeback from that. Cause the truth is, you going home to them kids and an empty bed. So shut up about it. Yep. You know. Um. Okay. And then one last thing before we move on to bold is this whole thing with Phyllis and Kevin. Are you shocked that Kevin actually gave her the details? You. I am. I was, I was like, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand why he would trust Phyllis with that information. Knowing how, first of all, you you know that she pissed at Victoria, okay? Yeah. And then you gonna go ahead and tell her, "I got a thumb drive. I got proof. I got this. I know that." And I'm like, Kevin. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. That was way too easy mm-hmm. for her to find out that info the way she did. I mean, and he's sitting up there looking like a deer in headlights as if just to say, 
you asking me to help? Because he, she said we. He was like, "What do you mean we?" <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't believe he shared that. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was so crazy, and I'm like, Kevin, you just got. Your- he always get caught up in other people's schemes. That's because he can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> him, neither him, him nor Chloe, neither one of them can keep their mouth shut. You know, that's the crazy because he get he got roped up in the scheme with Phyllis before. He got roped up in the mm-hmm. scheme with Adam. You know, because one thing about Kevin, because he's a hacker, he tends to get a lot more information on everybody in that town. So when somebody needs to use something against somebody. He always gets caught up in it. Yep. Yeah, I was shocked at that. I'm like, dude, why are you telling her all of that? So, but I'm looking forward to it because I'm thinking that, you know, Victoria was a part of the guy in, you know, funneling money to an offshore account. She knows about it, but didn't do anything about it. And she's worried about like Yeah. What did you want to say? I feel like there's going to be something else behind it. And I, Phyllis thinks that she's getting a leg up on Victoria, but it's going to be something where Victoria didn't actually do anything wrong. And then Phyllis is going to look look like the, the dummy. Well, because she was trying to nail her for something. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, what's really going to get her in trouble is this whole thing with her being involved with Nick. Because that's his family and his family company. And that's why I don't get why do you keep if if you if you're not gonna change that part of yourself to where <clears throat> you're willing to blackmail and the playing dirty I don't really mm-hmm. care about. So like the the stuff that she did to Abby, whatever, mm-hmm. that wasn't really that serious. But if you're gonna go into blackmail and you know, do something illegal mm-hmm. to get back at Nick's family. Mm-hmm. Then you need to stop getting back with exactly Nick because you know every single time he is going to be on his family side when you do something illegal to try to get back at them. Yep, it's all he's always going to pick them when it comes to something like that. It'd be different if she was doing everything on the up mm-hmm. and up, but she's not. She's she's about to do something illegal. Yep, that is the truth, and um. It's gonna blow up in her face. It's almost yep, and then she's gonna be mad at Nick because you you don't you never have my back. You'll always pick your family over me, and it's like, well, Phyllis, when it comes to illegal stuff, I don't really blame you. And my thing, she could easily see she's trying to use this as, like you say as leverage to stick it to Victoria, whereas she could have easily told Nick, like, look, dude, money is being bezeled out of your family company. Mm-hmm. You know, Victoria knows about it and not saying anything. What should be done instead of yeah. going behind his back trying to, like you say, put her on blast? You're right. Yeah, that could have that would have been a perfect way for her to handle mm-hmm. it. Yep. So we'll see because, I mean, she just got full information on this whole thing I think was it yesterday or was it Thursday but um, yeah she got um, you know all that information just recently so what she's going to do with it, it remains to be seen 
Yeah. And if and that's if Kevin even show her what's on that thumb drive. She's gonna get it regardless. Oh yeah, she's gonna another. get that thumb drive. <laughs> <clears throat> Without a doubt, she's gonna get that thumb drive. Okay, yeah. so did we now did we cover everything? Did we leave any little anything out? Nope. Okay, cool. All right, so let's move on to the second half of the show, which is the recap of the bold and the beautiful. And of course, we only had two storylines this week. Two and a half. Because the half is <laughs> well, I guess we can rope it into that. Um with Thomas and Hope, but uh, yeah, I feel like that's all. Yeah, it goes all into the same story. Okay, so we come back this week. Of course, Steffi's pregnant. She's still begging and pleading about um, keeping this secret, and it is just—I mean, I don't even—I'm not going to even say poor Liam, but Liam is eating him up. What are your thoughts on this yeah. thing? Because it's been going on for, what, two weeks now? Yeah. Um, Liam just needs to tell her, look, you can be mad at me, but I'm telling, and you can't stop me. Yeah. <laughs> because he's sparing, he's, he's, he's trying to spare Steffi because he knows how much it would hurt her and her relationship with Finn and her relationship with Hope. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's eating him up. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, he I mean, what he's doing is he's trying to do the right thing, which is tell the mm-hmm. truth. So Steffi would just have to be mad at him for however long and but but that that secret will be off his chest that he won't be stressed out and you know all worried anymore. He'll have it, it'll be out in the open and they can move on with their, their lives. Here's the issue that I have with Mr. Liam at this point is that because those girls have been come, you know, allowing him back into their lives over and over again he even mm-hmm. said it this week you know it shouldn't be that bad. She's a forgiving person she'll forgive yep. me he automatically is going in expecting hope to just basically she'll be sad for the moment but she'll get over it. We'll be just fine and she'll take me back. Mm-hmm. That's because Liam has become so accustomed to these girls just bringing I mean look at the whole thing with Steffi. You got a whole dude that you claim to, and that's the other thing that was getting me with Steffi. But I love Finn. I love Finn. You ain't love him that day. Sure didn't, and I and and I I bet ha- after that night had Hope really been kissing uh, mm-hmm. Thomas, and Liam had broken up with Hope. I have a feeling that Steffi would have made her way back on over to Liam. Regardless, well, of that's what remember about. she said that she was mm-hmm. like, well, we could have had a future, and I was thinking, oh, what it was either her or him, right after that because. At that point, they thought that Hope had betrayed him. That's what that was. What Liam said. Liam said something about how he had given up so much to be with Hope, and how those two could have had a future. Exactly. Okay. And then after at the hospital, after he found out that Hope didn't really kiss Thomas, Steffi said something like, um, "It was after Liam pulled her aside and, and and told her, you know, he didn't really kiss Thomas. She didn't really kiss Thomas. Blah blah blah." And Steffi was like. Oh, so I guess that means you're, you're, you're going back. You're going exactly. Back 
I mean, like she was mad about and it. And that's the thing. What do you mean? I guess you're going back to hope. You got a dude in your life. I mean, would you expect to have a throuple? Right. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you honestly think, why are you getting mad about, oh, I guess you're going back to hope? What was he supposed to stay with you? What you going to do with old boy? That's probably exactly what she thought was that this was her chance to be with Liam again because they slept together because he was upset about Hope. And now they can And be that's together. why when her keeps saying, But I love Finn and I wanna be with him, I don't I'm like, but that's not what it was sounding like when you was upset about the fact that none of this was true. Right. It didn't make sense. So are you now that he's adamant about fixing things with hope? Now you're saying, Oh no, I love fan, 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 fan. Right. Exactly. You know, I, I just, uh, and, and my thing, I, I've been a Steffi fan for a long time, but this, it, it, they always take a three step forward and then take a five steps back, take a three steps, four steps forward again, and then take another five steps backwards. I agree. It's like I, I can't agree. stay on this merry-go-round or this yeah, roller coaster, I, I should I, say. What'd you say? I was saying I agree with you. I've always been a Steffi fan too, and they just they make her look they make her look stupid at every turn when it comes to anything doing with Liam. Yeah, she always back backtracks. I honestly, I'm not saying that. Hope needs to go jump into a whole nother relationship with anybody, Thomas, whatever. I honestly want her to cut the cord at this point because just for the expectation that Liam figures that there's no consequence because he always have felt that he can bounce between these girls, which is why he originally thought when he was being betrayed, oh, I can just run right over here. She'll take me back. And sure enough, what happened? Steffi slept with him. And then now... exactly. On the flip side, oh, okay, you know what? I believe that she will most definitely uh, uh, take me back. I'm not worried about it. I'll tell about what I did. I slept with you. You even pregnant, too. It might even be my kid, but you know what? <laughs> She'll forgive me because he, cause they always have. Yeah. I don't think he said that he's not worried about it. He's definitely worried. Well, I mean, that's just but... me editorializing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he 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 definitely when he said the thing about how she's a forgiving person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's saying that because over and over again, that's all she's done is forgive. Yeah, him. both them girls, they will take him back in yep. a heartbeat. I mean, we've always talked about on this show over the past year how it makes Steffi looks pathetic by always warning this dude when he clearly wants to be with Hope. Yeah, you know. And she's been either like the last scenario, he she kissed him just to try to get hope to see it and all of this old kind of stuff. You know, it, it's it's just and then he always ends up saying, Well, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you, blah blah blah, but you know, um mm-hmm. I gotta tell Hope the truth. Girl, mm I, I I you know what I can guarantee you if Hope said if you ever do this again, we're done. He wouldn't be so eager to be like, oh, she'll, she got a big heart. She'll forgive me. If she had yeah. to put her foot down before, like, you know what? This is it. You screw up one more time. I'm serious this time. I'm done. <laughs> Ain't no, oh, you know, because see, Brooke has, that's the other thing. When this all comes out, 
mm-hmm. you know, Brooke is going to quickly put all the blame on Steffi. Okay. Mm-hmm. But at what point does Brooke stand up for her daughter and say, look, I can't you do, you can't keep doing this to my daughter. Stop pushing this girl right. onto Liam like he's the best thing since sliced cheese. You know, I mean. He's going to be the one that convinces Hope to take him who, back. Brooke? Yeah, because yep. she looks at her life, oh, I made a mistake. You just made a mistake. You thought, and she's going to justify the whole thing with, but you thought you saw Thomas kissing Hope, so I can understand. No, no, no. Yeah. Or she's gonna pull the Steffi. Steffi probably manipulated him or something mm-hmm. like that. She's gonna cry. So I hope this is what I hope is when they find out. Um, Liam better say this was, I, I take the blame for this because I went over to Steffi's house and I mm-hmm. shouldn't have. I told Steffi all these things you know, thinking that my marriage was going to be over. I told Steffi how much I loved her and because he he said all that stuff he said to Steffi mm-hmm. that night that wasn't just the he walked into Steffi's house and they start kissing and they end up sleeping together. He sat there and told that woman how much he was in love with her and how he gave up a good thing to be with Hope and then she does this thing. Yeah, it was a build up. How mm-hmm. yeah, like for his heart. Yes, he did. Her. And he kept still so it telling wasn't... her, Well, well, you know, I'll always love you. Man, come on. Yeah. And then and has said several times that he doesn't regret what they mm, did. Nope. Yeah, I don't regret so anything want... about what we did. Yeah. Okay, you know what, dude? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say that in front of Hope and, and, and Brooke, please. I'm hoping <laughs> that they do because then you can't put all that on Steffi. You can't say she manipulated you. You sh- You can't say all of this stuff and put the blame on her. He got to take some accountability yeah. with this one. And even if he do take accountability and put all that out there, both Hope and Brooke got to acknowledge it. They can't sit up there and say, but, but, but. No, you did what you did. I guarantee you Thomas yeah. is going to have a field day with this, though. Oh, yeah. He he going to be like, I ain't even manipulate that situation, and look what he did. Right. I mean, yeah, because it was his own thoughts. It wasn't like Thomas actually did anything. Except for, you know, what had happened at the at his house, but yeah, that whole thing is crazy. So then we had finally after, because that's the other thing. They, she, he was trying to tell Hope. The phone call came in from Steffi. Steffi tells him, oh, you need to drop what you're doing and get over here. Now, I think that was earlier in the week because that's coming off of last week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's over there all this time. Hope goes up there to Thomas. And she's thinking that it's Kelly and all of this, and she ain't heard from him. And Thomas is like, and I could tell by Thomas' face, he looking at her like, girl, you need to think about this. Because if it was something wrong with his kid, it wouldn't be this quiet. (laughs) Right. But he didn't want to go there. They had her playing so stupid, though. Like, even when he finally was, like, trying to get it out. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, Hope. This is obvious what's mm-hmm. going on. Like, why did they have her playing that dumb that she couldn't that she couldn't figure out from the context co- context clues what he was trying to tell mm-hmm. her? 
Yeah. I mean, she was like, oh, I'm just hoping I haven't heard from him. It's been a while. I hope everything is okay. Believe me, if it was a situation with his daughter, you would be one of the first people to know. Look, we taking Kelly to the hospital. You know, you know, this is what's going on. It would not be that quiet. Yeah. You know, and that's why Thomas was pretty much he was talking her through it, but he's he giving her the side eye like, mm, yeah, it's more to this than what you think it is. But he didn't come out and say, you know, he was like, I'll let you know that I always still love you, but not like that. And I'm like, Thomas, don't do this. Yeah, don't this just be quiet. Don't do this. <laughs> I I I really wish they would stop having him mm-hmm. do that. Like he's been doing this for the past like three mm-hmm. months now. He always says, I you know, I I, I care about you and, and I love you, but not in mm-hmm. that way. But I really care about you. You're the mother of my you're the mother to my son, blah blah blah. And it's like why every time they're in a scene together do they have Thomas saying this? Like we get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thomas is obviously still in love with Hope. We understand. Can you give him some more dialogue with her? Mm-hmm. Other than that? It's it so is. frustrating. It's like... And he looks pathetic. He just looks so pathetic. Like, she does not love you. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She's told you that. Nope. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just like, please don't. Just stop, stop having him say that. If you... It's one thing to... Let him recover based on his own thoughts, not because it's connected to hope. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I wasn't I wasn't feeling that at all. At all. Okay. So um I'm trying to think what else. Oh, okay, and then the conversation with Finn and the conversation okay, Steffi and Finn, because Steffi now come to a, re- a realization that they do need to tell. Yep. After all that pleading and begging for the last two weeks, now that she's pregnant and they need to have a paternity test, she now says, Okay, yeah, we need to we need to have a conversation with our significant others. Um mm-hmm. the whole conversation with okay, so let's start with the conversation with Liam and Hope. What do you think about it? Because he finally was able to get it out and try to explain and she looking crazy. That conversation was annoying because it, it, they basically they drug it out for how long before he finally says it, and and she stupidly just stand there like, I told you, I told you, Liam, it's okay. I understand why you thought that was me. I forgive you. It wasn't until like mm-hmm. the last minute that she finally was catching on to why he was having such an issue spitting out mm-hmm. what he had to spit out. So like this entire time, she's still thinking that he's got, you know, some kind of issue with Thomas and it wasn't right. Thomas at all. I'm like, gosh, you cannot be this stupid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and then she finally get it because he started crying. He was like, I, I made a mistake and it's going to affect both of our families. And and she looking like, what yeah. did you do? And then she realized what yeah. it is because she started crying. She was screaming. at the, Yeah. That's gonna be yeah. interesting next week. Actually, what we saw yesterday was Thursday's episode because 
we didn't lose because of everything that happened here in the U.S. on Wednesday um, with the votes because the other thing happened later in the day. But with the votes, mm-hmm. they preempted. So we're actually a day behind. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, dang, I wish I knew what the true Friday episode looked like. Yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll see that on Monday. So, um, okay. Well, Canada now should be two days ahead, I think. Okay. But, um, was that, oh, okay. So then let's switch over to the conversation with Steffi and Finn. Did it seem like to you that Finn looked like he wanted to propose? Yes, because he, he was saying stuff like how he loved waking up, to, coming home to her. How he want to spend the rest of her life it, with it him was and funny. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny when he mm-hmm. said that at first. When he said, I, I love coming home to you, my immediate thought was, You don't live there. What are you talking about? Like, right, I knew what right, he was right. saying, but I just thought it was weird that they had him saying, mm-hmm. Coming home to you. That I'm like, Did he move in at some point? But then he, like, later on was like, I know I don't live there and I, I don't want you to get weirded out, but I just mean, you know, being able to, to come here and see you or whatever it was he said. So, yeah, he definitely seems like he's going down the path of. Possibly yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I I think I saw some weird spoiler like a week or two ago about the fact that he was going to pop the question. Now, the thing is, Hope knows now. From the, what we saw from yesterday's episode, it seems like she knows that he cheated. My question is, is Steffi going to be able to get this out? Because we got left in the middle of that conversation with Steffi and Finn, you know, because she was like, I need to talk to you, you know, tell you something, but they left it right there. So I'm wondering if, okay, because remember you were saying a couple weeks ago or, you know, when we were talking about this in December, that he might give her a pass, right? Mm -hmm. Right, that's that's what you're hoping. hoping, that he might give her a pass. I'm actually hoping for that too because in that and then hope does not give um Liam a pass. What do you think? That's yeah. That that is exactly how I want it to go because that will leave Liam out in the cold because Steffi will be she'll still be with Yeah. Me. Well the question is how long would that last? Because part of her still want Liam. So if Hope says, nope, I'm not taking you back, Liam is waving in the wind, does that give her the weird idea that, like, man, I might have another opportunity? I hope not, writers. I feel... <laughs> I feel like it'll depend on the yeah. fraternity. Is what I'm guessing. If it, if it does go that way, I feel like it's going to depend on who the father of the baby is. Um, to to this the the decision that Steffi so, will make, you know, if it's so presented that way. You, do you hope the baby's Finn? Because obviously there's a baby in the story. Line. Yes. So yeah, and I'm hoping it's Finn's too, and not not Liam. Yep. I yeah. I hope it is Finn's because I don't want her and Liam to get back together. Because and the main reason why I used to be one of those Steffi fans that want her with Liam mm-hmm. no matter what. But then after the 80th time they broke up, (laughs) 
it got to the point where where I started feeling like I need I just want them to bring somebody else on this show so they can stop having mm-hmm. sex look stupid because she's always pining after Liam who doesn't want to be with her like that who only wants to be with her right. when it's convenient and when he doesn't have hope as an option so um I I don't I hope they don't I hope they don't make this kid Liam because if they do I think she will end up picking Liam mm-hmm. over Finn because it'll be well we have we need to raise oh, our family together gosh, blah, blah, yeah. blah. and what's going to end up happening is is if that does happen that way sometime down the line something is going to happen to where Liam somehow finds his way back to hope oh lord and it's going to be probably because hope ends up pregnant Girl, how many kids they going to have is this mm-hmm. the next generation <laughs> pretty much wow <laughs> But it always happens that way to where when Liam and Steffi mm-hmm. are together, if Hope is in the picture, they find they always find a way, no matter what, to put Liam and Hope back together. And and then it also seems like Hope or not Hope, Steffi is a consolation. Exactly. Again. You only want to be with me because Hope right. isn't available. And Steffi never she never says that to them to him. She never sees that. It's like how do you not? How do you not realize and understand that this man is only here because hope is right. an option for him? I think she may have said that to him one time, and it was like that one, that one time when she, you know, declared herself a, I'm going to be a, a strong, independent woman, and I don't need Liam, I don't need any, you know, anybody to help mm-hmm. me raise my daughter. I can do this on my own type of thing. I think she did say something about how. He only wants to be with her when uh, when hope isn't available. But they never really, she never really addresses that with him. So, yeah, I I really, really seriously hope that they do not make this child. Yeah, I baby. I hope not. But I have this bad mm-hmm. feeling. I have this bad feeling they're going to because she wants it to be Finn's. And usually, when the character is outspoken about what they want. The Rogers do the opposite. But I mean, gosh, he already got two kids. He got two kids mm-hmm. already. And I mean, Wyatt, I mean, <laughs> Wyatt got to be like, dang, my brother got three kids by two women. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I hope not. I mean, it depends too on when, you know, how long the guy that plays Finn is going to be on this show. Is he a permanent fixture? I heard that he's got, <clears throat> that he's got a okay. So if he's going to be under a two year contract, let this kid be his, and then <laughs> see where it goes. She'll have her own little family, whatever, uh, you know. Of, but she's either way, she's still tied to Liam through Kelly because, I mean, he yeah. already admitted we knew he was jealous of Finn in the beginning. He admitted it when yep. they were. Um, drunk before right yeah right Right. he He admitted that he didn't like the fact that she moved on with Finn so this dude is going to always have some type of bad attachment when it comes to to Steffi she got to set some boundaries at this point he needs to take that yeah that got to go and if I was Finn he said something about that oh yes he did he sure did 
but he didn't say what I wanted. What did you to say. want him to say? <laughs> well, I, I wanted him to tell her to take it down, and he didn't say that. All he said was, "No matter, no matter what picture is up that's there, that's bull like, crap. Exactly, that's crap." And I'm like, "What man in his right mind is really okay?" Girl, with that, that is so. Girl, that is crap because. Any of like you just said, any other guy would have been like, okay, we in a whole relationship. I'm thinking about spending the rest of my life with you. I understand if you want to have your daughter see a picture of you and her father, but you need to, you can give her a smaller picture in her room. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to have a picture of a whole mm-hmm. other dude on the wall that big? And then it makes me think, okay, if this baby is Finn's, are you going to put a picture of you and Finn up together next to the picture? It, you I mean. Leave? Like. I mean, for a person coming into a whole new relationship, and I could be wrong because I know people all have different ways of doing things and stuff like that. But in you know, in my thoughts on it is that it's kind of disrespectful to your new guy that you're serious yeah. with. I think it's very disrespectful. You know, it, it it is. It's disrespectful to that new guy that's in your life that's coming in hanging out and every time that he's sitting down having dinner with you or y'all smooching on the couch or whatever you're doing there's a big picture of your ex yeah what about when his let's say his family decides to of meet course Stephanie, comes over to Stephanie's house how do you exactly. explain that or if they have friends over how does he explain that to his friends that his girl has this huge picture on the wall all colored mm-hmm. up with her ex <laughs> and they smiling and happy. That thing, I don't understand why the writers are even, what is it about that? And I can see, like, I mean, they even took Stephanie's pictures down. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's their way of continuing to make Stephanie yeah. look pathetic. Like, I, that's that's the only explanation for it because it just doesn't make yeah. sense. This is This is the one way even though we have let Steffi move on with another man, this is the one way we can continue to make her character look pathetic is by keeping this picture up of him. By keeping this picture up of this man who has continually over and over again let her know that he does not want to be with her. Um, Yeah, that's how, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to let her keep that picture up. it's, it's It's so crazy because, and I'm, you know, like I said, Stephanie Forrester Steffi's grandmother was, a, you know, an icon for the show. Or what, you know, and every now and then they'll put a picture up or they'll show it. Liam is not that icon, okay? So, <laughs> you know, there's no reason for that picture to be. That picture been up there. They've been broken up because, I mean, Kelly is what, like two or three years old? When the whole thing where she mm-hmm. cheated with Bill and they broke up because they was married during that time period. I think she should only be a couple. A couple exactly. Years so, I mean, but they've been broken up for two years now. And that picture has yeah. just been up there since, what, 2018, 2019? It's 2021. Come on. Time to take it down, girlfriend. Yeah. It's a wrap. And the ex in the picture is married to somebody else. You know, I mean, (laughs) yeah. And Finn has to say, I don't care who picture is on the wall, dude. Really? They got him looking looking stupid stupid too. too. Exactly. So we'll see what you know. We already know that Hope is upset. 
and I guess we'll get to see if, um, you know, Steffi actually tells Finn the truth. All right. Oh, she ain't gonna have yeah, a choice. She ain't gonna have no choice. <laughs> Liam told her. Liam's already told her that he was gonna tell Hope, so she don't have a choice. Because I bet you, the first stop Hope makes after she leaves that cabin from talking to Liam is gonna be exactly. Of course, it is. So she better spit. She better spit it out before. He hear uh, from for for Finn hear from her. Yep. So okay, so did we cover everything with those th- those four? Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to the other one. Oh my goodness, this one here was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's Zoe, Paris, Carter, and Zenday. Yeah. Um, oof, they made Zoe look really bad this week. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. And Paris looked really good this week. Um. Mm-hmm. The forbidding, I forbid you. I won't allow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't run stuff. Okay. I mean, we yeah. had this conversation on last week's podcast, and it's like you barely in there by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. You know, I mean, go ahead. What's your thought? Definitely. I, um, she, I mean, she's overstepping. Like, you can't, you can't forbid anybody to do anything. And I, I guess she's thinking that she can forbid her because she's mm-hmm. her little sister. But if Paris really wants to take that job, she can take it. And it doesn't matter how Zoe feels about it. But I just thought it was incredibly selfish that you are willing to ruin a, a, a great opportunity for your little sister just because you're jealous of her possibly um, getting with the man that, that you want. I mean, it's this whole thing for Zoe like, is just so jacked up because you yeah. ruin a, like you just said, you ruin a potential career for your sister over a dude that you really, you're not even in a relationship with. And you in a current relationship with somebody else. Right. So what's going to end up happening is she's going to ruin her relationship mm-hmm. with her sister. She's going to possibly ruin her relationship with Carter. And it seems to me that Zenday is finally into Paris, into Paris. So you're ruining three different things for the possibility of maybe this guy wanting to mm-hmm. be with you. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's just, oof, girl, whoever wrote. And when she said to Paris, um, Something about you you're trying to warm your way in here. I'm it's like how? She didn't mention anything about wanting to work at Forrester. They approached exactly. her with that opportunity. And this she was just so Yeah, nasty I mean, it was like, you know, she was saying, Why can't I have something for myself? You gotta come in here and always try to you know, you can go any because at first she tried to ban her from LA. And then she was like, well, you know what? L.A. is a big town. You can find something here, but you just can't work here. Yeah. Talking about you you can stay in L.A. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and Paris was like, gee, thank yeah. you. I mean, it, it, it ooh, we, that story, that scripting, I wonder if uh, Kiara Barnes, she definitely did a good job at it, but she had to be cringing like, ooh. 
Because <laughs> I know if I had to read that, I'd be like, okay, I'm getting paid to do this, but ooh, this is not a nice person. Yeah, she like totally flipped on. I mean, she was mean. She was vindictive. She was rude. She was condescending. I mean, how many other words can I come up with? But um, and then the thing is, because she values, meaning Paris values the relationship with her sister, she actually was going to not take the position. You know, she was like, you know what, I'm not going to do it. I mean, Carter tried to talk her into it, and he was obviously unsuccessful. And then when she, okay, so the conversation that Carter had with Zoe this week, he was like, I don't understand why you acting like this, pretty much. I mean, he didn't say it in those words, but it's like, you know, that's your sister and all, but I don't understand why you're so opposing to this. Yeah. Did she? I can't remember how that conversation with Carter ended. Did Did he tell her that he changed his mind? No, he was trying to Zoe? he was trying to convince her that this would be a great opportunity, and you know, and she wouldn't really give him the reasons why she, which of course we know what it is, but you know, she wouldn't give him the reasons on why she shouldn't be here because he kept asking. I don't understand this. Why don't you want her to take an opportunity of a lifetime with a company like this? Yeah. And you know, and then she said, Well, I don't mean to sound selfish. That's what she told Carter. I don't mean to sound selfish, but you know, I just you know, I, I barely got in here and I just think that and I'm like, Oh girl, please. What does that got to do with parents? Well, it's it's just her <laughs> deflecting. I mean, because the real reason is that she don't want her here. But yeah. my thing is, okay, look, look at this scenario. With uh, Paris being, just say Paris, <laughs> flew the coop, she gone, bye-bye. You still with Carter. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with that if her, if she being gone is going to keep her away from Zenday? What you, what's your next move now? Are you going to break Carter's heart and right. now say, okay, my sister's gone. Zenday is still here. I'm going to go after him. What What were you going to do with that if she did leave? Yeah. Yeah, or is it or is it a the thing of, I can't Just have, to have so exactly. my being able to have him. You know, because mm-hmm. that would be some real turmoil for her to create a dynamic like that when you engage to the COO of Forrester and then you messing around with Eric Forrester's grandson. You know, I mean, right. do you really want that? Do you want that smoke, as they say? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you playing, you playing right. as Victor Newman said, you playing a dangerous game. You know, I mean, what's... Go yeah. ahead, what did you say? Well, I was going to say, and like, like we were saying before, you lucky to even be there after the exactly. after what you did. So the last thing you need to be doing is getting involved in, in a messy situation mm-hmm. like that. I mean, you just I mean, you took okay, because that's that baby is Beth. Okay, so Hope and that side, the Logan family, which that's Ridge's wife's side of the family. Yeah, you barely got the opportunity to get your job back. So, I mean, you need to go somewhere. But what I didn't like is 
her overstepping, her, you know, Carter allowing her to dictate to him a business move. Carter, I mean, he should have said, you know, I understand, you know, that's your sister and all, but it's not up to you. If she if she chooses not to take the job, that's one thing. But for you to go tell me to tell Ridge to take his offer back, no. Nah, I didn't like the fact that they had Carter, you know, actually run up and down the hallways looking for Ridge because his girlfriend says don't hire somebody. That wasn't yeah. cool to me, you know. Yep. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, we, we talked did. about this last week. We were saying how it, it makes does. Carter look weak. You know, yeah. and that it's a situation like this. It's, it's just crazy to me that they had that written like that. But anywho, so, um, of course, on her way out the door, she runs into Zenday. And says, you know, I'm leaving. He's like, no, I'm not going to allow it. You're not going to leave. Blah, 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 blah. You know. I want that to come out. I can't wait to Zoe find out how far it went to keep her from leaving. Because he did have a brief conversation, which was toward the end of yesterday's episode. Where he, Mm -hmm. where she, you know, he told her why don't you want your sister here? And Zoe, and I told her to stay and take the job. And Zoe was looking yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was happy yeah. that you told her. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. Now, okay, she take the job. Do you think Zoe's going to try to sabotage her? That's what I feel like that's going to be the next thing. Zoe's going to do something to make her look bad so they fire her. Oh, that's so crazy. Oh, my God. I hate that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But it might backfire. Uh, oh, it definitely, she'll definitely get caught. I think maybe it, mm-hmm. initially it's going to make Paris look bad, but I think they're going to eventually find out that Zoe, if they do go down that road, they'll find out that Zoe was So do you it. think that... And it'll make Do you think that they're going to also go through with this wedding between her and Carter? You don't no, think it's going to make it that far? It okay. I think Zoe is going to end up losing everything and she's going to blame Paris for it. Yeah, she's going to be like, see, if you wasn't here, this is all your fault. I could have blah, blah, blah. But do you think it's ever going to come out that she got a crush on Zenday? Yeah, I think, I think, I think it'll come out in like a, a a little a tantrum or something like that because I think Zen I think her when Zenday and Paris start mm-hmm. I guess dating um if they take it that far with them I think that's how I think that's when it's going to show I think she's going to end up maybe confessing something to Zenday and either Carter or Paris overhears it or it's going to come out, though, because this is the whole reason for the drama between them right now is because she feels some type of way about um, Zenday mm-hmm. working together. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going, it, this is going to be interesting. I, I mean, it's one thing we, I, I will say right now with Bold, we have um, 
um, pretty good drama right now. I mean, yes, we got the merry-go-round a little bit again with Hope, Liam, and, and Steffi. But we also have Finn in the mix. And then now with this other thing, because at one point people were saying having Zoe on there and stuff because they didn't give her a lot of good storylines that she became pretty boring. So now bringing mm-hmm. Paris in and Zenday in, I think that it really has kind of add a little bit more drama to to that yeah. to that you know section of the storyline. So yeah, because this whole little thing that's happened the last couple of it weeks has been pretty good. It is, and um, yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling how they. Uh, there's some things that I, I, you know, I'll talk to you about that later that I ain't feeling about some of this mm-hmm. stuff, but the drama in the script mm-hmm. itself is pretty interesting. So, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no, I was okay. saying I agree. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Do we have anything else with them? Because, um, you know, it's only two storylines right now on Bold, so. Okay. Well, I will say at least with the crossover, we'll get to see Bill Spencer again, a little bit more Wyatt Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that's good because of Summer and Kyle going down there. All right. So it was a good show. I really um, enjoyed it. Um, Now we're going to move on because we got about, um, about 13 minutes left. Yeah. About 13 minutes left, and we're going to do our Flip the Script segment. Our Flip the Script segment, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, is where um, we take a particular scene or storyline, and if we could change it, this is what we would change it to. So we usually pick one or sometimes even two items from each soap opera and, you know, do the flip the script. So what's your flip the script for this week, Keisha? Um, my flip for Y&R would have been when Adam mm-hmm. told Nate that he was mm-hmm. taking Chelsea home. Um, it, no, Basically, no matter what Nate said, I wish Nate would have told him, if, if this is how you're going to handle it, then I'm not going to be involved with her case. And I know they have that specialist, but I think Nate is still uh-huh. her doctor in some way. So I wish Nate would have just told him, you know what, find another doctor. I don't want to have anything to do with this because this isn't a good idea. And I've, I've told you it's not a good idea and you want to do it anyway. So okay. I wish you would have said that to him. Um, my flip the script from Bold is, and I know for drama's sake, of course, they have to drag things out, but I wish Zoe, or not Zoe, um, Paris up front would have just told Zoe like look you you are not going to mm-hmm. control my life I'm mm-hmm. going to take this job I don't care how you feel about it there's no reason why mm-hmm. I can't work here it doesn't have I'm not in your in your field um so sorry this makes you upset but this is a good opportunity for me and you're not gonna you're not gotcha. gonna tell me what to do okay cool all right, so my flip the script for Young and the Restless is between Kevin and Phyllis. Uh, I, if I was Kevin, I would be like, I'm not giving you any information. See you later. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I'm not telling you nothing. Instead, he gave all that information to Phyllis. You know, of course, they're going with a storyline and a direction to do something with Victoria. But yeah, if I wouldn't, if I was Kevin, I wouldn't tell her nothing. Um, and then with the bold and beautiful, it would have been with Liam saying, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to tell this, and I would have had him tell a long time ago. Because I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm just sick of the back and forth. And and it's so crazy how they did this for the last two and a half, three weeks, and then to end it by Steffi saying, "Okay, yeah, let's tell them." Y'all could have did this last week. Yeah. You know. Yeah, really. So yeah, it, as much as she was struggling trying to tell him, don't tell him. You won't tell him nothing. You won't tell him nothing. You know. I wish. You know, Liam would have been like, you know what? I hear you, but I don't hear you, and I'm gonna do what I want to do. So, um, but that's it. That's what I have. Did you have anything else? Okay. So So it was a good, um, a pretty good week because, I mean, this is the first full week that we've had since Christmas week because, you know, of course, we had uh, holidays in between where we didn't get new episodes. So this week, except for Wednesday here in the U.S., of course, with everything going on with, um, the certification of the electoral vote, we didn't get the bold and beautiful on Wednesday, and so we're behind the day. But yeah, I mean, we still had a pretty good week. So, okay. Yeah, All right. Well, that is the end of our show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I appreciate each and every one of you from across the globe. You know, I, like I say, we're picking up more view, uh, audio, or I should say viewership or listeners uh, across the world. So I really appreciate your, um, you know, your support of the podcast. And um, I don't think only snippets that I know, because I haven't seen Monday's episode yet, is that, um, you know, of course, Summer and Kyle is going over, you know, to L.A. next week. So, but we all probably seen that. But um, other than that, that's all I have. Okay. So until then, we will see you guys next week for the week of the 11th through the 15th. And thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.